This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is time now for Science with Simi. And as always, we are joined by Jason Tetro, author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files, host of the super awesome science show podcast on Curious Cast. And today we are talking about quantum physics, a subject that Jason, I can confidently tell you, I know absolutely nothing about. So please educate me. Why are we talking about this? Well, honestly... um Remember, I'm a microbiologist. My books are called The Germ Code and Germ Files. Quantum physics for me was like, wow, I so want to get involved in this. And the reason has absolutely nothing to do with science. It has to do with the quantum realm from Avengers. I'll just put it out there right now. (laughs) All right, so we're geeking out a little bit. Okay. I want to know how they defeat Thanos. So I decided I was going to go into the quantum realm, just like uh, Ant-Man, and just try and see what it was all about. And let me tell you something. It's absolutely fascinating because we think it's so complicated. And yes, when you start looking at the physics and and the, the math that goes with it, it really is. But when it comes right down to it, there's one very, very simple basic foundation upon which all of quantum mechanics lies. And that is everything in our universe vibrates. So everything in the universe vibrates. Like in, in what way? What do you mean? And how, how do we use that? Well, essentially what happens is when you look at how uh, a particle exists, whether it be, you know, just a piece of matter, an atom, or even a, a ray of light, it can be one of two different types of um, physical property. It, it can be a particle or it can be a wave. Now, the thing is, is we know that waves are vibrations, sound, light, all of that type of thing, but also particles can vibrate. And when that happens, they can be monitored. And through that monitoring, you actually have the ability to do a number of really cool things, such as, you know, um, emitting different types of light like you see on a television, or maybe even to be able to track things in space like we do with GPS. Now, there's a number of different types of applications that is that are happening with quantum physics right now and one of the guests that we had on the show really took us down into some of the examples that we use absolutely every single day Uh, her name is tracy forrest from the university of waterloo and just just listen to what she has to say there are many examples but i can just highlight a few there's quantum interferometry to image nanoscale security features for example on a 20 dollar bill Quantum also underpins uh, magnetic resonance imaging, so MRI. The the phenomenon of a magnetic resonance is rooted in the existence of spin angular momentum of a quantum system and its specific orientation with respect to an applied magnetic field. So MRI can only be understood by quantum mechanics. GPS is also a technology that uses quantum effects. So every time you need to navigate from point A to point B, your GPS guide performs a little calculation that depends on the precision of atomic clocks. You know, for the first half of what she was saying there, Jason, I wasn't sure she was speaking English. (laughs) Uh, Let me put it to you a much better way. Uh, You know that $20 bill that we have? Yes, of course. Yes. If you look at it, it kind of looks really weird and everything. And that's because there are some uh, materials that are put in there that have essentially quantum properties. And if it's put under the right conditions, you'll actually be able to see those quantum properties come out at you, which validates 
how our $20 bill can be seen. And that's very important because while the $20 bill is something we can touch, as we're moving forward, we're going to be able to get into quantum computing and quantum security, something we talk about on the show, quantum cryptography, where we actually utilize that vibration to be able to identify and link up with something that vibrates in the exact same way as many as thousands of miles away. It's, it's just absolutely fascinating how vibration is going to be the new security. Interesting. So is this all based on things that are provable and things that we know, or are we still working on these theories? Uh, they're, they're happening right now. Uh, we have been seeing, at least in the scientific literature, some really important um, advancements when it comes to quantum computing, because what's happening is that if we have the well, have you ever ever seen that uh, that game? Uh, I think it's called Dance Dance Generation or yes. something like that. Don't pretend that you don't know what this is. I'm sure you have it. I have no yes. idea. I uh -huh. don't know what it's all about. But the fact is, is that you have to match what is going on the screen. And if you don't, apparently you end up falling into some sort of abyss. Or maybe that was just the Emoji Movie. Um, but the fact is, is that that's what quantum computing is all about when it comes to security. We have to be able to do the exact same vibration, or else you're not getting in. Forget captchas. You don't have to worry about if it's a traffic light or a storefront. <laughs> it's, as long as it has the right vibration, it's going to be there. And that's where we're moving with quantum computing. That is so interesting. So what, what do crystals have to do with all this? Okay, so here's where it gets really cool. We have crystals that we always see. I mean, we've got the bling, we've got the Swarovski crystals and everything like that. And yeah, that's all fine in games. But if we shrink those crystals down, and we actually use metals that have the ability to carry electric properties, then what we can do is use these things called nanocrystals. And I don't know if you've ever seen bling, but when light hits a crystal, it has that nice reflection, mm -hmm. you get to see a rainbow, all sorts of things. Well, what if instead of that, you get energy? Oh, interesting. And, they're, yeah. and so they're using that? Well, that's the whole point is that vibration is going to give off energy. So all you have to do is that when a quantum vibration occurs, you can take that and turn it into energy that we can use. Now, we do this all the time when it's called solar energy. It's just that in this particular case, we may be able to take the sun, maybe even the wind and other things that allow us to have light come into these crystals and transform them into energy. And one of our guests, uh, Pavel Radovanovic, he is studying these nanocrystals, and what he's found is that the amount of power that we can get from them may one day be able to replace all the non-renewable energy sources that we currently have. And I'm in Alberta, so I know I'm taking a risk here. Yeah. But we may theoretically be able to move away from fossil fuels with nanocrystals. Listen to what he has to say. The fact that these nanocrystals can actually exhibit a quantum phenomena that are uh, useful uh, in, uh, in improving the, the efficiency and therefore making uh, us more sustainable is certainly a very important one, as is the ability to use these nanocrystals to, for example, tune the, the absorption of light, the efficiency of electricity generation. So I think that they could really one day uh, lead us to the, to the point of, uh, of a carbon-free society. Wow, that's really hopeful stuff. 
It is. And um, I have to admit, I because I am not an expert in quantum physics, I had to become essentially a student of this for this show. And what I've learned is that not only is this really interesting from a theoretical perspective, but when you actually see what they're doing, what the crystals look like, what is happening inside of that laboratory, you will not only have hope, but you may actually believe that we are heading in that direction. And quite honestly, as much as I love BC Green, if we could turn, you know, BC into quantum energy, you guys would be so much further ahead. Wow, interesting. All right, Jason, I look forward to hearing more about it. Thanks so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Take care. That's Jason Tetro. He is the author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files, host of the Super Awesome Science Show podcast on Curious Cast. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts from.